0: Hello and welcome to Take 10. This is your host, Tamika, and I am so excited to be back and also a little sad that I am finishing this series, Your Identity Will Take Down Giants. However, I know that it has been eye-opening in some ways, but also just been a challenge to really look at because as we think about identity and taking down giants, I think sometimes we don't necessarily understand our part and what that looks like. All right, so this is the last one and it is called Finish It. This is part eight. This is probably going to be longer than 10 minutes, so just giving you a heads up right now. Okay, let's get into it. We're going to start by reading from 1 Samuel 17, 51 through 54. David ran and stood over him. He took hold of the Philistine's sword and drew it from the sheath. After he killed him, he cut off his head with the sword. When the Philistines saw that their hero was dead, they turned and ran. Then the men of Israel and Judah surged forward with a shout and pursued the Philistines to the entrance of Gath and to the gates of Ekron. Their dead was strewn along the Sharam road to Gath and Ekron. When the Israelites returned from chasing the Philistines, they plundered their camp. David took the Philistines' head and brought it to Jerusalem. He put the Philistines' weapons in his own tent. So let's get into it. What stood out to me, starting in verse 51, it says, and David stood over him. In verse 42, it says that Goliath, he looked David over and saw that he was a little more than a boy, glowing with health and handsome, and he despised him. He said to David, am I a dog that you come at me with sticks? So this stood out to me because David stood over him. After he killed him, David stood over him. But if you just go back, so this is verse 51. If you just go back nine verses before, it was Goliath that was looking at David with disdain. Now Goliath is dead and David is standing over him. I think this stood out to me because it it sort of just signaled the change of position. And a lot of time, it looks like people are trying to intimidate you with whatever those things are. In this case, Goliath was a giant. He was the Philistine's hero. And so David was basically a boy. He's about 15 years old or so. So he, he probably was nowhere as big as Goliath, even at the age of 15. This idea of David standing over him is this notion of how the tables will turn. Like, I don't care what it looks like right now. These tables will turn. The things that used to stand over top of you or overpower you, you will now stand over them. I'm speaking that into existence. Verse 51 again. It says, he took hold of this Philistine sword and drew it from its sheath. I thought that was important because that meant that not only was Goliath underestimating David, he didn't even have time. To draw his sword. He I don't think he was going to. He probably, as he said, Am I a dog that you come at me with sticks? He's talking all this trash to David. And then he didn't even have a chance to draw his sword. Because the Bible says in verse 51, he took hold of the Philistine sword and drew it from its sheath, meaning it was still in his sheath this i think speaks to david's quickness it says he ran i don't know how many times i want to say at least three or four times it says david ran in this whole chapter he ran he took hold he seized the moment my pastor just preached a message about their seasons that we have and you need to seize them and i think it's super important because goliath didn't even draw the sword now this could be because he truly underestimated David. He didn't think he would need it. He think he's thinking I'm a boy, or it could be because he didn't have time. Like by the time that stone landed on his head, that was it. And then it says after he killed him, he cut his head off with the sword. I'm from a land of video games, right? I'm an 80s baby. In particular, I played Mortal Kombat. I have three brothers, one sister. So I played Mortal Kombat with my brothers. And every player in Mortal Kombat had a fatality move. When you press forward, down, down, back punch while at medium range, when you press that, the announcer would say, finish him or finish her. It was like this doom doom. Like you I mean, and I'm trying to say it the way it came off, but it was like finish him. That was the end of the game. So he would finish his opponent. That's what David did. The Bible says he killed him and when he cut off his head, it finished it. It finished it. So the kings in the Old Testament were known for this. They would cut off heads. They would impale their defeated foes on poles. on And they put it on the highest hill or outside the gates of a region. I believe it was to send a message to all those who dared. Dared. Okay. Joshua did it in, with the five kings in Joshua 10. This is after he told the son to stand still. Jo- I love Joshua. Y'all don't know me, but Joshua... I'm telling you, like, I'm in my Joshua season, right? Joshua was not playing. He says, as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Like, I don't care what y'all do. This is what we gonna do. And he was not playing. He Started off the chapter by be quiet. <laughs> be strong. God told him, be strong and very courageous. He told the Israelites, be quiet. Don't say nothing. We gonna walk around the walls of Jericho. And remember, David said this. He said, I'm gonna kill you and I'm gonna cut off your head right? He said, and I'm going to feed the, the wild with the, the bodies of the Philistines. He said this. He, so he already forewarned, but it was to send a message. And then David said, and so all those that are witness to this will know that God is the God of Israel. This I don't want us to miss because I think it's super important around finish it. Yes, he killed him, but then he cut off his head. Then it says he took the weapons of the Philistine and stored them in his camp. As I shared before, I used to play video games, right? So depending on the game, if you defeated an opponent, you received their spoils or their powers or weapons, like whatever it was, you received it. So in other words, you have demonstrated that you now own this. This territory belongs to someone else now. The strongman has been binded and now belongs to someone else. It belongs to another, right? So it's not just a trophy. It's a memorial, it's a memorial of what god has done god was able to do something and then david said what he was going to do he did it and now he has evidence to prove that it has been done right so now when people are coming at him for instance his brother and or goliath or even attempt to try to tell him what he can't do no more i don't think that would happen anymore he has proof he has evidence now he had the funny thing was he had evidence back then Man, that's the, oh, my God. He had evidence, thank you, God. He had evidence back then. And he told Saul, I have done this, this, and this. When the lion and the bear tried to take my sheep, this is what I did. And I killed them with my bare hands because the Lord enabled me to do so. He had evidence then. And now, that was in private. And that's, Lord, thank you. That was in private. So now he's in a position where he has now publicly because the Bible says they all saw, David said it, they're all going to see. That God is the God of Israel. And they all saw it and they took advantage. They're like, okay, the Philistines saw that their hero was dead. The Israelites and everybody that was fighting on the Israelite side took over. In verse 52, it says, then the men of Israel and Judah surged forward with a shout and pursued the Philistines to the entrance of Gath and to the gates of Ekron. And that was public. I didn't read this part, but later, but as you keep going further in this chapter, it says that King Saul ex Abner, the commander of the army, whose son is that young man? Now it was public. So those private victories, those private moments, those private testimonies and that evidence that you have in private, now it's public. And God is saying, God, I hear you. <laughs> God is saying, you have evidence. You have evidence. And now publicly, publicly, I'm going to show not only that God is the God of Israel, but that he's the god of your life too so now that david has won he now has the head of goliath and he says he's taken it to jerusalem right this territory belongs to somebody else now it makes me think of revelations 118 where it reads i this is jesus i am he that liveth and was dead and behold i'm alive forevermore amen and have the keys of hell and of death so if, it makes me think of the reign. jesus died He overcame death. He now has the keys to hell and death. That means nothing can bind him. Nothing can hold him. It's now under new territory. It's mine now. Right? And this is symbolic. I think the story of David is symbolic, but also for our lives too. This series is called Your Identity Will Take Down Giants. I wasn't seeking for this, but I felt like the Lord dropped this in my spirit and just made me think of David. And I began to read this story and all of these elements, this eight part series came from this. God was just showing me like, these are the things that David did. And I'm sure it is like, follow them, right? Like people are going to oppose you. People that are closest to you, okay, keep going, right? It's just like follow the different things. I'm going to read the series to you. The first part is be obedient. Two is inquire. Three is be resilient. Four is remember. Five is self-identification and authenticity. Be who God has called you to be. Number six is declare it. Number seven is execution. Execute this. And number eight is finish it. Put it to death. Whatever that thing is, you finish it. I want to tap into Mortal Kombat where the announcers like finish him, finish her. Like it's a, it's a, it's the fatality for a reason, right? The the opponent is dizzy, they are dying and it's just like you are not here to play games with the enemy. You are called to finish him, finish her. And this is not a person. Right. This is a thing. These are the, this is the, the, the kingdom of darkness, right? That's what we're going to be finishing. However, those are the things that are also in our life that have held us bound. We need to take ownership of that. These are the things that form our identity. Those little things, the things we don't talk about, the things we don't want nobody to know about. These are the things that form our identity. And we're not able to be authentic as David was. When he's like, that's not me because you don't know who you are. Imagine that. If David did not know who he was, he would have put on that armor and lost. David had to know how God had used him before. And he had to know what was for him and what was not. That's super important when we're thinking about our identity with take down giants. Here are some questions that I want you to reflect on. How are you defined according to God? What does God say that you are? Who does God say that you are? Are you confessing who God has called you to be? These are the inputs. We talked about this in this series before, the inputs. What are you inputting in your life? The outputs will result in you taking down the giant. So you must be prepared. You must have discipline. You must practice so you can execute with precision. This preparation will allow you to be bold and courageous. It will allow you to be confident in God. It will allow you to stand up to adversity no matter where it comes from. For David's case, it was family and authority. It will allow you to look into the eyes of a storm and tell the storm how big your God is. It will allow you to not be afraid. It will allow you to not only kill one, but many giants. It will allow you to annihilate or finish them so that they don't come back. It will allow for the elevation of God to manifest in your life. It will bring freedom to you, your family, your business, and your ventures. It will give you yet another victory to face the next giant as you tell them how big your God is. Think about these things. Think about your inputs. Think about your outputs. What is God causing you to practice? What is he telling you to be disciplined about? What is he telling you to execute with precision? Be consistent. Show up. Be courageous. Be faithful. Be fruitful. And be led by God. This is take 10 and the end of the Your Identity Will Take Down Giants series. All right, join us for our next episode and happy new year. Happy new year. God is doing a new thing within me and I want it to be who God has called me to be. I want my identity, who God says that I am, to take down giants. All right, I'll see you next time.